0: Oh, my God. Let's have a look back at the 2015 season for the Sydney Swans and forward to 2016. Um, it's fair to say that there was more to talk about the Swans off-field than on-field um, in 2015, which is a bit of a shame.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's the same old shit, really, wasn't it? Uh,
0: a little bit. Um don't want to spend too much time on it, but the whole controversy with the booing, um, it just got worse and worse at every turn. Yeah. Um, anything that the afl and the media tried to do to stem it just made it worse yeah um i've got to say the way that adam goods retired um it was probably it's a shame but i don't think he could have done it any better yeah um he, he just went you know what let's just make it low key let's just get out of here yeah.
1: yeah i mean that's what he would have wanted why the fuck would he have cared about going around the mcg yeah yeah. yeah that was his home and a lot of times i just feel like he's speaking to fucking children
0: yeah, and it just got silly, the yeah, yeah. whole argument on it. But, exactly.
1: Um, if you're taking it that serious, then your life must be pretty fucking easy, and you've got nothing else to worry about, to yeah. be honest.
0: Yeah, and, oh,
1: yeah. Get some real fucking problems, guys. What <laughs> are you doing?
0: Um, but let's have a look at their season anyway. It was uh, a season of 16 wins, and they finished fourth. Yep. But uh, bowed straight out in, in straight sets.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's always a bad year when you lose twice as many finals as Richmond. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, right then, you can't be too happy with yourself.
0: it has got to be some silver linings to it all.
1: Yeah, that's it. And when you look at uh, best wins...
0: Yeah, we'll go through their best wins. Yeah.
1: Well, I've, I've got a theory that they didn't actually have a big name impressive win all year. I don't think they actually really had a best win.
0: Well, it's interesting you say that. I mean, they, they had a win over Hawthorne in, uh, what was that, round, round four? Round eight, I believe. Round eight. Yeah,
1: pretty sure round eight. Yeah. And the thing is with that game though, I think Hawthorne really lost it. I don't think they were really beaten by any. I thought Hawthorne lost that
0: game themselves it was theirs to win. It's it's hard to say. I and mean, obviously I'm a Hawthorne supporter, so I'm gonna be biased, but you just look at the score line, nine goals, fifteen. Yeah. Um it, it says a lot. But um when uh they've kicked eleven goals for the night and they've kicked the first six, um at least they've made the most of their opportunities. Yeah. Um but you have to say when the game was on on the line, right at the end, yeah. Um, Jared McVeigh stood up, and, yeah, and had a blinder. Yeah, um, and they kicked the last three goals to uh, get over the line.
1: Yeah, and I don't. mean McVeigh is someone that you pencil in as having good matches in yeah. tough situations, so
0: you, you can always trust him.
1: There is nothing really, yeah, different about that. But still, I thought, yeah, Hawks let that one go. I thought, and um, their their goal kicking was bad. It was so off.
0: Nine goals, fifteen.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, on the return match, they fixed it up. And yep. absolutely um, fucking pumped sure. It, but, we'll talk yeah. about that
0: soon. <laughs> um, it was interesting when I was going through their best wins. I also put, you know, um, the round one win against Essendon, yeah, um, because they were uh, killed for three quarters, just choked out of it, yeah, um, and then kicked seven of their ten goals in a row, yeah, um, to to pinch that one, yeah, um, and then they uh, backed it up with a win over Port, I think, yep, um, which you know at this stage we still had big. Uh, designs on Port for uh, 2015. So did Port. Uh, So did Port. Especially so did Port. Um, And they went over to Adelaide Oval. um, Didn't just do the job. Put them to the sword. Yeah. Eight goal. An eight goal win over Port is one thing. An eight goal win at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Not many teams could do that.
1: Yeah. Against either team, really.
0: Um, And then in round three they backed it up again uh, with the, the Giants. Now you'd expect them to beat the Giants but they yep. lost to them last year, so this is one... Okay, we've got to get this one back.
1: Yeah, and you still expect them to put on a better performance against the Giants, to be honest. Yeah. But I, I had their best win against... Well, their most complete performance, I thought, was against St. Kilda in round 22. Yeah. Um, they really put them to the sword. And especially where Saints were a team that jumped up and surprised a lot of big-name teams, you know, especially they were resilient. So even if you, you more or less had them on the canvas by half-time, they were definitely capable of, of coming back.
0: Well, they were never headed. Um, yeah. Sydney were always going to win this one yep. um, but I mean, it was late in the year, and they had uh issues um with injuries and that kind of stuff yeah um, but I mean the good thing is uh, Franklin had a quiet day yeah um, for you know a variety of reasons, but um tippett stood up, Isaac Heaney kicked yeah. four. you know he set out for a good six or seven weeks earlier on in the year, yep. so they had that spread of goal kickers um and, and scoring power has been an issue for uh let's say. Sydney Frio; those teams that used to have that lockdown style. Yeah. Now they've addressed that with Franklin and Tippett a little bit, but yeah, one hundred and thirty-five is a great score against any side. Yeah. Never mind that you are putting, you know, St Kilda who finished fourteenth or ten yeah. spots lower. Um, you still kicked, you know, twenty goals, and
1: you are not a team that's over kicking massive scores either. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's one of the things you like to see as a coach where you put it together and. Even still, 15 points, is a lot of points to kick in a match, but when you've backed up with 20 goals, it doesn't look as, as inaccurate as it really is, does it? Yeah.
0: Um, now, it is interesting you say that we didn't find many big wins for them. Like, beating Hawthorne's a big thing. Yeah. Um, don't worry about that. The grand final replay, back to the scene of the crime at the MCG yep. as well. Yeah. Never mind, the nine guys, 15, they won. Um, but I went through this list. Um, that was their only win against the top four team. Yep. And their only wins, they only beat three top eight teams and they yeah. had wins against Adelaide and North Melbourne. Yeah. So you got to say they finished like I said fourth and they had a pretty generous draw. Well, this, well I, on actually, the, the base of it at the end of the season.
1: Yeah, it's what I actually spotted as well was that for the top four teams there was obviously Swans, Hawks, Free and West Coast they were one and four against top four yeah. teams. If you chuck in um, Richmond and Bulldogs as well they were one and six against the top six. Yeah, so their highest placed opponent that they had a winning record against was Adelaide in seventh. Which is kind of crazy when you consider that they were finished, was it fourth or something?
0: Fourth. Yeah, yeah. So at a
1: home final and went out of straight sets. It's actually quite impressive they finished that high and went that crap against the top teams. Yeah,
0: well, that was a fortunate thing. I mean, nobody picked West Coast would be, you know, finishing yeah. second and, and playing off in a grand yeah. final.
1: And so if you look at those teams, I mean, they're probably going to be fighting for those positions again, plus you throw in Geelong. Yeah. It's going to be really tough to... And I think they were one and one against Geelong as well. Lost over there and one on at home. Yep. Um... A yes. decent
0: win at home, too. Yeah. not the, huge, yeah. Not the 100-point thrashing they gave him last year. Yeah. Oh, sorry, 2014.
1: But you expect a different Geelong this season, and I've got Geelong fighting for top four spots as well. So and this is the worst thing, is that we do our, our ladder at the start before yeah. we actually do all the research. <laughs> so now that I'm looking at it, we'll get it to the end, but you're like, holy shit. I'm going to go and say all this stuff, and then we're going to put them right at the top or
0: something. Um, what it does say, though, is that they're they didn't have those big lapses against uh, the lower teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- they did obviously lose some games, but if you're not playing the top eight teams, you- you're playing the bottom 10, Yeah, um, your job is to beat them, and they yep. did.
1: You can't go arse first into the finals, <laughs> apparently.
0: Well, I mean, the other big wins they had were in rounds 21, 22, 23, where they had big wins. Yeah. You know, sort of three in a row. Yep. Um, to get them up into the top four and make sure that... There were teams that everyone expected them to beat, and yep. they went out and did it. Um, yeah. But it turns out, you know, a little bit more percentage um, could have got them uh, a different place in the finals. But they finished top four anyway. And that's the, that's your goal at the outset of yep. the season. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's up to your players to finish it off from there, isn't it, really?
0: It, exactly. Um, so where are the the worst losses then?
1: Well, I had the worst loss against Hawks um, because, well... It's pretty obvious. Yeah, all that happened, the change from them losing, them beating Hawks when Hawks kicked really badly, was this return leg. Hawks put it on and it was a, ended up being 23 goals 8 to yep. 7 goals 15. So the Hawks kicked straight and absolutely demolished them. So
0: in the first time they played, Hawks kicked 9-15. Yep. And the second time they played, the Swans kicked 7-15. Yeah. So I think it says a lot right there, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think the difference was that Hawks played...
1: Um, the same kind of defense that Sydney were renowned for, yep. but the difference is Hawks had more firepower on the rebound, more different avenues to goal, and, and that's what the Swans need if they're going to be if they're going to make that style into a Premiership yep. winning style. That's what they need to do.
0: And never mind that the Swans tried to cheat too. <laughs> what happened? what well, left the steel bolts out behind the goals for Jared Ruff had to slide in. Oh, into that's it. all right. Geez, yeah. that was a sneaky play. I don't know how they they planned it. It's dirty, dirty. dirty. But um, I think they. They've got a couple of years left on that contract to play at ANZ Stadium. <laughs> yeah. This year they're playing there and they're like, right guys, we're fucking not playing here next year. Yeah, They're doing everything they can to get out of that contract.
1: As they probably should be as well.
0: Um, I think it did show the difference in the two sides though where Hawthorne had a bad night in round eight. Yeah. and you know, 9-15 like we said um, and Sydney got up by uh, less than a goal. Yeah. Swans had a bad night in uh, the second time round, in round 16. Yeah. And Hawks got up by 90. Yep. Um, it just shows that at their best, like, yeah. that's how good it was. Yep.
1: And it was at home as well. Yeah. Which is even more shocking.
0: Um, I also had uh, round 17, so the, the next week yep. um, against West Coast. Uh, yep. So it was their only trip over to um, SUBI, or what do they, they bloody call it nowadays?
1: Yep. I don't know. Is it Patterson's or is it <sighs> Domain? Domain. Yeah. Domain. yeah. Okay, yeah. Shit. It's had a few fucking names.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they let West Coast get out to a flyer. Yep. Um, it, it took them a, a long time to get multiple goals. Um, wasn't until late in the third. Um, <laughs> so when you give uh, another team 12 goals head start, it's pretty hard to come back. Yeah,
1: you're pretty confident if you're happy to put that on the board and come back
0: and win. Um, uh, that's not to say, I mean, it's the toughest road trip in in the um, in the competition going from Sydney all the way over to Perth. Yeah, But still, you've both got top four aspirations. Yep. And uh, that was back-to-back weeks where two, um, well, it, as it turned out, the two teams playing off the grand final really yeah. just had their way with them um, yep. and, and didn't look like losing.
1: Yeah, that's it. And still playing the same ball and posts are still the same distance from the point post.
0: I mean, one of the good news is, though, um, Callum Sinclair had a great day out um, that day yep. um, and he's not playing for him anymore. Yeah, So uh, they've got him. <laughs> um, and the other bad losses, we've got to say, is in finals um, to go out in straight sets. Yeah. It's, it's never pretty.
1: See, they were the obvious ones, so I didn't really want to harp on them because, I we, mean, we've had all off season to do that kind yeah. of thing.
0: Uh, but they kind of had reasons to. I mean, um, they had Parker was injured and Jack was injured and, and uh, Buddy Franklin was sitting yeah. out as well. But, I mean,. You finish top four. You've got a list of forty whatever. Yeah, there's some big fucking names. Yeah, the not worry about them.
1: North squad they've been softened up by the Tigers, so <laughs> no excuse. Yeah, softened up by the Tigers. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just just a nice little warm up for them. Yep. Um, look, they're three of maybe their best four players. Um, so that, that's going to hurt. Yeah. So it's still it's a shame to go out in straight sets, but um, I think when you had a look at their injury woes coming into finals. I don't know if many even Swans fans were like, you know what, we've got a real chance here. Yeah. We're we're gonna make a tilt at the at the run. Yeah. At the at the flag.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't until I realised how bad they'd done against top eight squads that it's you only, sort of see with their the false lie.
0: Well not, um their only double up against the top eight team for the year was against Hawthorne. And yeah. they went one on one. So yep. um so, who were their standouts then for uh, 2015?
1: I think for when he was playing, Heaney was one of my favourites. Uh, I thought he almost looked like a cross between a young Dale Thomas and um, a young Daniel Rich. Kind That's of a player.
0: Collingwood Dale Thomas, not a Carlton Dale Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Like a <laughs> young one who actually did stuff. <laughs> who was you look at
1: him like, how the fuck are you, can you do that shit? You can't. You
0: know? he, he didn't look like a first year player. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, it's a shame he had that knee injury because I reckon yeah. he, he would have been a shoe in for the Rising Star.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, he's got a good track record of long blonde heads going well down <laughs> to Sydney, across Sydney.
0: Don't they? Um, no, he w- was great. He was everything that they hoped he would have been. Yeah. Um, I also had, obviously, Josh Kennedy. Um, yeah. Who was, he, I know it's been harped on with some uh, Swans fans that he was robbed of an All-Australian. But he probably was. he, yeah, he probably was. He deserved I mean, at least a seat on the bench.
1: 200 goals in one game, didn't he? <laughs> Fucking Plenty.
0: Wrong Josh Kennedy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that the, one, wasn't <laughs> the other Josh Kennedy did make the All-Australian. Yeah. Um, he, he's coming in leaps and bounds and he's um, that genuine big-bodied inside midfielder. Yeah. Um, I think he was number one for clearances or number two for kicks on the season. Yeah. Um, so that's not a bad, uh, bad way, uh, bad season out. Um, I thought Tippett was handy as well. Yeah. Uh, he cops a lot of flack. Um, he's made that. Uh, Key position forward, part-time Ruckman role, his. Yeah. Um, it's it's he's, almost damning... F- sorry, you, He's almost some, sometimes made it look hard too. <laughs> <laughs> he still has his moments. Yeah. Um, he has... He's made that kind of role his, but it's almost damning praise because I can't think of anybody else that does it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, he, I think it was announced in the last week or so that he's um, reached his KPIs to trigger a, an extension on his contract. Oh, so, okay. Um so you've got to say, whatever measures they had in there, he's obviously met them. Yeah, I'd love so, to see what they were. Uh, me too. I'd love to know what they were. But he still kicked um, 30 or 40-odd goals for the year, which yeah. is not a bad effort.
1: Yeah, he did. and there were a lot of times where he did do a lot of good things when Absolutely. he needed to as well. So
0: And one out um, in the goal square, there's yep. not many full-backs that want to stand him.
1: Yeah, he just looks so dopey doing it, though.
0: <laughs> My mouth hanging open. <sighs> he's had a few knocks on the head. Yeah. Let's say that. Um, uh, And Luke Parker uh, was the the last uh, player I wanted to mention there. Yeah. He won their best and fairest in 2014. Um, This year, when he got knocked out, they tended to win. Um, (laughs) There's a couple of games there where um, he'd be killing it, get knocked out, and then they go on and win. So, I mean, it's a tough um, tactic to take into a game. Someone's got to dive with a grenade. (laughs) But someone's got to do it. That's uh, (laughs) a... That's great to, to take that forward. Yeah,
1: it's a bit rough when they had Gary Rowland lining him up at the first quarter though. Trying to knock him flat.
0: <laughs> um so let's move on then from twenty fifteen. It happened. They I mean, as much as you can say it wasn't that spectacular a season, still finished top four, still played finals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which says a lot about their list. Yeah. And the expectation behind Sydney you now. Yeah. Um so let's have a look at their changes. Uh they've got two big ins um for the year. Uh Callum Sinclair um, coming over from West Coast like we said yep. and Michael Talia um, from yeah. uh, from the Bulldogs so that's going to be an interesting one
1: yeah and I mean <clears throat> also make it a lot easier travel to Adelaide with a Talia in your squad too
0: so <laughs> you get the inside word at yeah, least yeah. that's it yeah. you, you want
1: uh, to Daniel Snowden I think his name is
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Every time he uh, goes into a team meeting, do you reckon they confiscate his phone? <laughs> yeah, pat it's, him
1: down on the way in. <laughs> Waves the wand over him.
0: <laughs> I, I just hope there's somebody there with that kind of sense of humour. Like, yeah. mate. Hey, come on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're doing now. Stewie Jew. Stewie Jew's <laughs> got to do it. Too. Yeah. Um, they've had uh, a lot more outs, so a lot of senior outs, um, which may, I don't. No, it's going to hurt them. Yeah. because um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of games that have now left the club, so let's go through them. Uh, first, Craig Bird. Who's um traded out to uh, Essendon. Yep. I don't know if he's happy with that or not.
1: Yeah, well he's gonna get plenty of time to prove what he what he can do. He's gonna so. get plenty of game time,
0: yeah. No worries about that. You walk into the best twenty two now. Yeah, you walk wherever he wants over <laughs> there, apparently. Uh, Adam Goods, like we said. Um, you know, forget about any other controversies and not his fault those controversies, yeah. not by a long slot long yeah. shot. Three hundred and eighty odd games, two Brownlow medals, two premierships. Yeah. Not fucking bad. Not bad at all. Not um, bad at all. And I know the AFL is just waiting until they can induct him into the Hall of Fame and then make him legend status. Yep. Um, I don't think and there's... Deservedly so. It'll be... What do they call it? First ballot or whatever? No, oh, fuck no. I do <laughs> uh, Lewis Jetta, who's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, my criticism of Lewis Jetta was actually something he added to his game this year. Yeah. Um, a few games that I saw, especially the game against Hawthorne um, at the MCG his kicking is really improved in that he's added 10 or 15 metres to it yeah yeah definitely the downside is he's going you know what I'm going to kick it 60 every yeah. time yeah he was the fastest player in the AFL two yeah. years ago
1: he's almost suffered from like same thing Bashahooli was doing where yeah. shit I'm fast I can run a long way and I can kick it like, yeah. a long way so every time that's, my, <laughs>
0: that's what i got to do which is great yeah. if there's somebody on the end of it.
1: That's it. And I mean, for the one out of four times that it's required, it looks fantastic when you do it and you break through the lines and go to the top to a one-on-one, um, Before four, forward will love it. But still, you need to be able to widen your eyes and
0: think laterally and all that bullshit. So I think that losing Jeddah via trade, and they got you know picks for him that they used for academy yep. players. Um, I don't know if you're that disappointed. I yeah. mean, sure, you've lost a premiership player, but I reckon you've got the best out of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, a lot of times you play at the SCG, you don't need a whole lot of fast runners because no. not very big, so not a whole space to run into. I think, it,
0: like when you actually do the measurements, it's not that small. Yeah. But because of the camera angle at the SCG, it looks smaller because yeah. it's lower down. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, the 50 meter arc still touches the goal square on, yeah. on most nights. Um, they've also got uh, they've lost Mike Pike. Um, you've got to say that experiment worked. Yeah, definitely. Um, He was more handy than uh, times that he wasn't. Yep. Um, And he made that big lumbering role. He wasn't a direct replacement for Mummy, but he was okay.
1: He he did the Luke Longley role. Absolutely. Just uh, did his part. Played
0: a blinder in 2012 grand final.
1: Big fucking dude, too. Hard to move. Massive unit. Yeah.
0: Uh, Reese Shaw, who I think when he left Collingwood, could have very easily just been forgotten. Yeah. Um, but uh, more than justified his place in the back line uh, yeah for, for Sydney.
1: Yeah. Um he's almost played better at Sydney, I think. I think he did he played yeah. at Collingwood, so
0: yeah, I think he won a premiership at Did he win? no he didn't win a premiership at remember. Collingwood. No, he remember. missed
1: out. It was him and Heath Shaw ones that sort of
0: left and Yeah. Heath Shaw won a premiership at Collingwood. Yeah. Um Reese won what his premiership at uh, at Sydney.
1: Yeah. and someone they'll miss across their back line. Ruh Stalwart they would always stand up when needed to, hard nosed sort of player.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, they are an old list. So losing, you know, what you've got, uh, one, two, three players who are over 30 um, to retirements. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. And you had Malczewski the year before as well. Yeah. Um, should have dodged a bullet with that one. Well, us. he had a shocker of a year. Yeah. Um, he would have, I don't know how Sydney fans would have reacted if he had that kind of year. Um In yeah. the Sydney Guernsey. Yeah. Because I know how much he's loved.
1: Yeah, um, Exactly. And rightly yeah, slow for had, what he did. Had team-changing seasons there. Did some amazing things. But Fucking
0: hell, he went to Gold Coast and played like Gold Coast. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, apparently it was all about the off-field shit going there. So yeah. Might have enjoyed um,
0: himself. So the other big ends that you look at is obviously the draft. Uh, and there's one big one, which um, Sydney, they only had one goal when they went to the draft and that was uh, actually when they went to the trade week yep. and that was okay if we're going to lose these players we're going to get as many draft picks as we can yeah. and then we're going to cash them in because there's going to be um, a feeding frenzy for Callum Mills yep. um, so that's what they got they got yep. Callum Mills um, with pick three look uh, the controversy around the academy picks and you know how Sydney can finish top four and then get the number three in the draft pick Yeah. Um, and obviously paid well unders for Isaac Heaney the year before Yeah. it's not their fault
1: Exactly,
0: yeah. Um, they they haven't done anything wrong. They're yeah. using the rules to their best advantage, yeah. which any team in their position, you'd crucify them if they didn't.
1: Exactly. And I mean, that's why you have incentives for building up a good academy. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd let fucking the other teams do it and you just get the draft picks.
0: Well, I mean, we know why they're doing it. And it's the same reason with Cola. The AFL yeah. needs a strong team in Sydney. Yeah. They yeah. can't have two shit teams in there like they've got in Queensland. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it is funny that they've done the same... Incentives for the Queensland sides, and you know, they finished 17th and 16th this year.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, the funny thing is is that no one wants to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's trying to go home. I think they need to start recruiting New Zealanders or something.
0: I can say, what's wrong with the fucking Queensland? Yeah, what's wrong with the coast? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Should be lovely. Obviously, they've got a bigger um, player pool to draw from in New South Wales as well. Yeah, Um, and also, uh, draft. I think it was Tyrone Leonardis. Was he the one that um, was? I don't uh, no, that's a cool name. It is a cool name. But he was the one, I believe, just like two seconds after he was drafted, somebody had scanned his Facebook page, and he was uh, part of all those um, Adam Goods oh, as a flog. That's group. right. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, he's of that age group where he's probably a member of two thousand groups. <laughs> yeah, exactly and they just happened to
1: where he's like oh that's funny join it oh yeah. maybe, really, maybe he's a fucking racist who knows <laughs> or he's a cunt yeah, that could be it let's let, let's let the jury decide
0: it's a shame they didn't give him uh, Adam Goods' old number that, I would have yeah. loved to be in that presentation yeah this yeah. you cunt <laughs> I joked off on it fucking <laughs> so let's look forward then to 2016 uh, the first thing we'll do is have a look at their, uh, their draw for them and their double ups this year they've got Hawks North GWS gee what a rivalry with GWS yeah <laughs> Rich Richmond and Carlton yeah um, so you say it's still not too bad um, they've got from last year's uh, finalists they got Hawks North and Richmond yeah um, it's good that they have a genuine rivalry with Hawthorne now through you know 2012 2014 and obviously the Franklin and Kennedy um, deals and throw McGlynn in as well why don't you yeah yeah that's true um, but uh as a Hawthorne supporter, I will say that um, former Swan Spanger has more premierships at Hawthorne than, than Buddy has at Sydney, but yeah, that'd be unfair to but, say that.
1: Yeah, we're just uh, nitpicking there, aren't we?
0: <laughs> just a little bit. Um, some key games for them for uh, 2016. Um, I reckon they've got a nice little lead into the season. Yeah. Uh, Collingwood at home. Now, Collingwood, we don't know how good or bad they're going to be, Yeah. but they get to play them at home. Yeah. Carlton, they'll give a fucking hiding to. Yeah. And... They should see off the giants. Yeah. So round four will be, I think, their first real test for the year. Adelaide yeah. in, in Adelaide.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's going to be a key game. And also, just because the follow-up week they're playing West Coast at home. At home. Yeah. Um. But going through their draw, you don't see a bad stretch of games. Does it make sense? Like, yeah. They're given the chance to play a tough team, lose, and be able to rebound against a bit more cushier team.
0: Um. But also round four against Adelaide at Adelaide. Yeah. Um. It'd be interesting to see if. It would be five years, I think, since Tippett's left. Yeah, still has not played Adelaide in Adelaide. Yeah, he's only played against Adelaide once, and that was last year at the SCG, and he gave him a hiding. Yeah,
1: and I mean that was when they were playing at Footy Park as well, all the way out in um, Henley or West Adelaide. Where the fuck it is?
0: Footy Park was out in the middle of nowhere in Darrowville, so, more or less. So I think he's played at Adelaide over once, but against Port. Right, right. So he hasn't played Adelaide in Adelaide yeah. since he left.
1: But I reckon all the old nitty-nannas that used to clog up Footy Park probably still rock up there each week wonder <laughs> why the pros aren't playing.
0: <laughs> they probably still think they're seeing yeah. games.
1: But um, probably all the haters have either died or haven't made the trek into Adelaide so. I
0: reckon they might turn up for that one
1: yeah well it's a night game
0: probably half cut so <laughs> you might get oh a, that's gonna help get a few sledges from the hill it's a shame that that's not being hosted on free to wear that game yeah so I reckon it's uh it'll be a great game too because I think um what well, Adelaide ended up um 7th last year and yeah. Swans ended up 4th Yeah, you know they're, they're both yep. gonna be thereabouts again
1: yeah yeah I agree and yeah the first trip uh I don't know, playing Carlton Bay. You don't count that one, do you? Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah, so there, really the it, first,
0: first test. First test for the year. Yeah. And this year they started off 3-0 as well. And yep. then their first test was Fremantle. And yep. Fremantle um, uh, got, the, got yeah. the win that night. So yeah. this would be a, a good one for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think the only stretch you've really got that you might, might be tested a bit yeah. is after the bye. you got Bulldogs at home, and you've got Cats uh, away, and then you've got Hosting the Hawks, and the Hawks gave them a real hiding at home. Last year. Last year, yeah. so that's one you'd, you'd put up for redemption.
0: Look, there's three teams that I've picked to finish in the top eight, yeah. and they've got them um, three weeks in a row. Com- the good thing is, coming out of the bye. Yeah. So there'll be no excuses there um, for, for that one. Uh, the other key game I've got is against Port in round 20. Yeah. Um, they've had Port's number the last couple of years. Yeah. Where, uh, and actually, they just played them in the NAB Challenge um, yeah. a couple of days ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and had a good win there. Yeah. So I think that this is one they if Port improved this year they could be contending for top 8 top 4. Yeah. So this is one where they've got to um, reaffirm that dominance over them.
1: Yeah, I mean you look at them leading up to the end of the regular season if they're going to be fighting for that fourth spot which I think they will be. Good chance. You've got Port um, at home and then you've got Saints, Kangaroos and Richmond and it, if you fight for that position you have to want to win all those so you're ending the regular season with four on the trot. Um if you do need uh, percentage or whatever to get the fourth spot or higher then you got the chance
0: so well, round 27 against Richmond's a big one too yeah sorry I say round 27 yeah. round 23 on the 27th on the 27th um, because there is a week's rest following it yep. so there's no excuse to rest players and walking in yeah um, and I think Richmond are going to be this might be uh, just like um, two years ago where they needed a, a big win in the final round up in Sydney against Sydney to get into the finals. Yeah, That could happen again. Yeah, um, So it'll be very interesting to see what goes on with that one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so who are we looking for big years from for the Swans this year?
1: Well, you're going to need a few big years, uh, I imagine, because a lot of the people that you rely on the Storwats have yep. been kicking on for a while now, and there's no reason to think that they might slow down a bit except for H. Sooner or later, it's going to happen. Yeah. So you, you need people to really step in and, and fill that role, um, but you need people like well, Gary Rowan was injured for, for a lot of the year, lot of
0: the year, yeah. But um, he came back and started to show some show some speed.
1: Yeah. So I th- think players like him, Kieran Jack, uh, players are going to be looking to be the future if they can step up.
0: Look, midfielders in Jack Hanbury, Kennedy Parker, yep. like that's probably the best starting midfield out of any club in the AFL. So it's those second stringers um, yeah. that you need to come through. Yeah. Heaney he showed that he's talented enough. Yeah, um, multi-position player as well. Yeah, so it's more of those coming through. Um, but uh, I'm looking for a big year from Luke Parker. Yeah, and this is my first big call. Right. Brownlow medalist Luke Parker. Really? Yep. I reckon he is good enough to win a Brownlow medal. Um, and I think even if Fife gets more votes, Fife gets suspended. Yeah. The only thing he's got to worry about is he goes in that hard that he knocks himself out a lot. <laughs> um and I think there was even one he was going up for a contested mark against Franklin or Tippett or somebody. Yeah. Um where yeah, he had every right to go for it, but yeah. um especially now with there's a lot of more focus on head knocks yeah. uh, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. You don't want too many too early on. Yeah. But if he can stay on the park, um he can really give that a fair shake, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, um, And looking at his form in the NAB um, challenge, I mean, I know it's not going flat out, but Jesus Christ, he looks good. Yeah. Looks in good nick.
1: And you need uh, a few people around him to you know, give him a bit less attention, free him up a bit as well.
0: Well, that's what I mean. You, you can't go and tag Luke Parker out of the game because then you've got Hanbury, you've got Jack, you've got uh, Kennedy, yep. um, even McVay rolling through there. So yeah. if you take him out, even if you beat him, yep. one of those guys, uh, Kennedy's going to get 35 touches.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you reckon they'll do with Callum Mills? Reckon they'll give him a couple of games early in the season, see Absolutely. how he
0: goes. Yep. Yeah. I reckon he's ready.
1: You don't don't hold a gift horse back. What the fuck do they say? Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, something like that.
0: Um, well they've got him. Um, Isaac Heaney had his knee issues last year and I think he had um, in the nab had a little hamstring or a knee knock or something. Yeah. Nothing serious. I think he's gonna be fine. Yeah. But um, I think there's a spot there for Callum Mills and he looks like he's ready to go. Yeah. Um He's going to be competing with guys like, uh, is it Tom Mitchell, um, Harry Cunningham, and those kind of players. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that even though those guys are more seasoned and probably have the wood over him right now, I think he can be just as good as Isaac Heaney was last year. Yeah. Um, but really, when you're looking at uh, the future for the Swans, you got if you can keep hold of uh, Mills and Heaney, um, you can build a dynasty around them, like yeah. Hawthorne with Luke Hodge and Sam Mitchell. Yep. Um, they're the you know the same age bracket, the same skill set, um, yeah. and such a threat that they don't have uh, an obvious weakness. Yeah. Their only weakness is age at the minute. Yeah, how, how young they are.
1: And that's the other thing is, buddy, is he still having problems with mental health and things like that? Or is he? Well, I don't think he,
0: like his um, fiance or whatever came out and said, you know, you never truly recover from it.
1: Yeah. So but, you have to at least plan for the fact that he might not, He's going to be one hundred percent. Uh, may not even be there for some of
0: the, some of the season. There's a couple of um, sure things in every off season, uh, and that's uh, two things that people are going to say about Buddy Franklin. One is that he's training the house down. He's had his best off season ever. Yeah, because you say that about him every year. Yeah. Uh, or somebody's going to come out and say yeah, he looks a little pudgy. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I think that's just his body. He just yeah. always looks like that. Yeah. And then he goes out and he's still a freak. Yeah. Um, I'm concerned that um, Longmire has floated that he might play Franklin up the ground more right um I don't know if that's a wise idea at all yeah he is one of the most damaging forwards yeah I've ever seen yeah he's not quick enough in his hands he, he's Jesus Christ he's fast yeah you know for a bloke his size yep. and he can pick up the ball um really quickly but yeah going from hand to foot he's not that quick yeah and even though when he gets up the ground he needs space yeah um but Every day you, you, if Jesus Christ, I wish Dennis Pagan was his coach.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is also he's not the most accountable forward player going around no. so when he's up the ground you're gonna have to actually have a man. And a lot of times he gets a bit too bit of a hot head when things aren't going too well. He gets reported Does a bit. Does some dumb shit. So
0: well he gets reported a bit for Hawthorne. Not that much up at Sydney. Although yeah. no, he got done for yeah, done a couple of times. Ed, uh, he knocked over times. Yeah, yeah for
1: Richmond. That's right did too. Um so that's the the risk you take. With putting him up the ground is yeah. that you might get turned over and
0: a lot of the times when he gets reported it's because he's six foot six yeah exactly and you go yeah mate, it's just clumsy yeah yeah it's he, like he, he goes with hard intent but yeah. it's not from I'm going to go kill someone yeah it's not Barry Hall yeah exactly it's just
1: I'm going to make my presence felt kind of thing um
0: but I think just playing forward of halfway. That's, that's all you need to do because he's got such a good kick
1: yeah it's, it's almost like the Michael Jordan approach just give him the ball everyone fuck, fuck off
0: <laughs> yeah you make space for him yeah because he showed it, up. Was it wasn't last year it was the year before in the game against um, Port Adelaide yeah. where Port Adelaide won that game except for Buddy Franklin yeah and yeah. Uh, he's kicking that goal from the wing yeah um, but there was the goal he kicked after that when uh, Carlisle was standing on him and just he, like, he corralled him he said right I'm going to stand off so he can't run around me yeah. but he's gone fair enough just like uh what's his name Stefan curry yeah all right you're going to stand back there i'm going to yep. knock the three from oh, here, here. yeah it's just like what do you do yeah yeah exactly and he's that good of a player and you go you know what we might play him up the ground the thing is clarkson did that with him but yep. he did it for a reason because he had gunston and rufett yeah and he went we're not going to have franklin next year we need to see what else we can do yeah um, and he still, I think, kicked forty goals that year, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's the other side of it: is is such a good player that you can go, oh fuck it, go play fullback. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll do nothing.
1: Yeah, but he's no Matty Richardson. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, now you did say he's not that accountable. The thing with Franklin is, I think he puts in so much effort on the chase, always, even when he's having a bad day. Yeah, I've never seen him drop his bundle like uh, Favola used to do. Um, so I sometimes, but you're right, he gets clumsy. Yeah. He gets that side of it. And sometimes he doesn't mind giving away a free kick here and there.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't mind um, having a bit of argue with the ref instead of chasing down whoever's got the ball. Yeah, yeah, that can happen. But hey, you're a line player. You're afforded those luxuries here and there as long as you kick the goals you need to.
0: But, I mean, he's still Buddy Franklin. He's still got that big contract. And, yep. you Yep. Know, uh, so far, I'd say he's, um, he's earned it. It's, yep. it's definitely a tick, uh, I think. Kevin. Yeah. The way it's going, and yep. especially when the new collective bargaining agreement comes out, if there's a bigger slice of the pie for the players, then his contract is all of a sudden isn't an outlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I don't think he's in the top two or three paid players for this season, at least.
1: Um, I'm not sure. It's really hard to, to decipher yeah. how their structure is for getting paid and that shit as well.
0: Um, so, if that's the big years, who's on the chopping block for them?
1: Um,
0: well, I've got a couple. Um. <laughs> They're on the chopping block, but it's understandable. Yeah, and that's Grundy, Richards, and Reed. Yeah, because uh, they've got an aging backline. Yeah, um, if Teddy Richards retired in the off season, you could almost understand it. But yeah. they lost that many through um, retirements already that you can say, okay, he, he's come yep. through. Um, so their other key backman will be Michael Talia, who's yet to be proven uh, as to hold, be able to hold down that role yeah, yep. he had glimpses at the Bulldogs Yeah, um, but his brother is now that role at Adelaide Yeah, so you yep. hope that he needs to improve
1: yeah and I think he'll get his chance to have a crack at that absolutely as well absolutely
0: get his chance I don't expect Richards to play every game yeah. I, I think he's going to play a few and then you know what that trip over to Perth fuck
1: that fuck that yeah or play with the kids or whatever he does <laughs> in his spare time and I think Richards is sort of the little engine that could again he I thought he constantly overachieved Absolutely. uh, Once he got out of Essendon, I didn't expect big things from him at all.
0: I thought he'd be a a handy player in the NIFL. Yeah. yeah. Um, And he turned himself into an All-Australian. Yep. You cannot argue with that.
1: So you've absolutely got value out of him. And he continues to sort of prove me wrong year after year.
0: Proved a lot of people wrong. I think nobody thought he'd hold down a a Premiership back line um, when he left Essendon. Um, But he did
1: it. He manages to get the job done. and Always dedicated, always determined. But I think it's
0: guaranteed that this will be his last year run around yeah. um, and it'll be interesting to see how many games he plays
1: yeah and I think from Sydney perspective you'd want to have someone worthy or a team worthy enough to push him out of the squad Yeah, otherwise you're not looking
0: too good i, I got a feeling was it him that um, Jay Shooks tackled to the ground uh, th- this year uh, or oh, sorry in 2015 and he got a bit of a knock
1: can't remember I think so
0: um, so you, you don't want to see too many more of them yeah. for, your, for your over 30s yeah Um and uh, mentioned Sam Reid as well. Uh, again, he's a bit like, and this might sound unfair, but he's a bit like Jesse White in yeah. that his body and athleticism yeah. should be a better player than he is. Yeah. But he's always struggled with um, where do you play him? He goes forward, he goes back, he goes in the ruck, he, he's here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Um. But he, he's still in that role. Yeah. I'd like to see him play on a wing. Yeah. Maybe free him up. And I think that's an underrated position for sort of
1: yeah those players that are
0: not Athle- not athletes. on bowlers but can play a little bit on other positions yeah well remember when um, was it Terry Wallace moved Richo to the wing yeah and he fucking killed it yeah he nearly won a brown low yeah um, god
1: damn everyone was cheering for him to get that
0: brown low so they're looking at playing Franklin more up the ground I'd like to see Sam Reid there instead
1: yeah that's probably a fair call and there is a lot of value with having the two options of Tippett and Franklin to yeah. be able to wax in the oh, forward spread line
0: spread at any defence
1: yeah Especially when you got Tippett doing the ruck work down there, you can free up Buddy to, you know, have a lot of space.
0: Yeah, and you know, they have got Callum Sinclair is going to take a couple of weeks before he gets used to his new midfielders. Um, yeah. But he's used to elite midfielders coming from um, West Coast. Yeah. Um, but he's going to he's going from, you know, the clear second string at West Coast yeah. because they had obviously Nick Nui. Yeah. Um, maybe third string behind Lyset. Yeah, uh, we'll say second string yeah. um, to here where he is the number one ruck because they don't have another genuine yep. ruckman yeah. on the list <laughs> Um, so anyway where do we got them finishing
1: well this is where it becomes tricky because I'm looking at where I put him on the ladder and I've said second and I've absolutely talked myself out You've of that Talk yourself <laughs> out <laughs> of it yeah, real bad
0: well they have the talent their top end talent is yeah. unbelievably good
1: yeah and, and if, if you had a told me at the start of last season that they'd go one and six against the top seven or whatever it was and finish what was a fourth? fourth I would have said that's impossible yeah. so there's no reason why they couldn't do that again and get up there I just can't see how
0: I think that they were genuinely unlucky I mean yeah the the mental health issue and I've, I've got to say, geez, they've done well on the media side of things of yeah. the mental health issue because usually when something comes out, I mean, let's have a look at um, with Gary Lyon and yeah. Billy Brownless. Yeah, we, he has a mental health issue. It took two days before we had the entire story yeah. from everybody. Yeah, all I've heard out of Sydney is he has a mental health issue, and yeah. that's it. For yeah. the level of detail. Yeah. Geez, they've done well. Yeah, and I don't think that's the first time Sydney have done well in quashing the the local um, press either.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, and I, that's not a slight. That's a good thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. And because they still do deserve privacy. Of course yeah. they do. Des, despite what the media will think a lot of times, just because you're in the spotlight doesn't mean that you know
0: you, you have to you don't forfeit your private life. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you know they didn't ask for that. A lot of them don't want it. They sort of play footy and you know not have a job.
0: And it's obviously serious because uh, a competitive beast like Franklin sitting out finals. Yeah, it's fucking serious. Yep. it's yeah. no you know uh, spilt milk. Yeah. Um, I've still got them finishing third because I just I think that their top end talent is that good yeah Um, their draw isn't as ugly as like a North Melbourne yeah the draw looks pretty good actually it, it's not that bad I mean they don't have any double upper games against the um, Western Australian yeah. teams the powerhouses uh, yeah. I'm, I'm picking them for top three yep um, they don't have a double up game against Geelong who I picked as being a powerhouse this year as well yep um, so I think they could Almost have a very similar year to this year. Yeah, um, a bit more luck, and they're finishing third. I got them as third.
1: Yeah, somehow I feel it's unfair they can go that shit against the top eight teams and still finish in the top four.
0: <laughs> it's the luck of the draw, in not it? Sometimes no. that's why we have an, an uneven draw. Yeah, these things can happen.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, but and plus, from a spectator point of view, I think it's good to have a lot of interstaters in finals anyway.
0: Yeah, I know the AFL. That's what they want. They want yeah. a, a Victorian team and an interstate team in the grand final. Yeah. Um, Preferably Sydney, because that's where they get their biggest ratings.
1: Yeah, and it's also where they can get a lot more of the market share.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
1: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me.
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Borough order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at borough.com ACAST. That's 15% off at borough.com ACAST.
0: Against rivals. That's what they're always trying to do. Yeah. Stick it up the NRL. Yeah. Um, and Josh isn't here, but he's picked him to finish eighth. Uh probably
1: most sensible out of all (laughs) of (laughs) us
0: I can say it it started off very positive and then we went oh hang on actually this was like the Frio podcast we did last year I think (laughs) on examination
1: yeah yeah Holy shit, yeah, no. I've
0: got no reason why they're going to go good. <laughs> I've still got a finishing third, and you've got to, So we've got uh, two out of three of us reckon they're going to finish in the top four.
1: Yeah, well, when I was looking at who I'm going to swap them out with, I'm like, wow, it can't be Geelong. We've already done the Freo podcast. Uh, we've done our Richmond, we've already done Bulldogs, and we've already done Adelaide. So
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: Unless they're not playing finals, I can't change it up.
0: So there you go. That's uh, where we reckon Sydney are uh, going this year. Yeah. So cheer to so the red and the somehow white. Somehow that makes sense. Yeah. I guess so.
1: Catch up.